Blog Talk Radio. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network is an Afrocentric media organization designed to express the collective interests of the black world's community. Join us at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday for what books sound like on Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. Greetings. My name is Pat Butler. I'll give you a little insight about me. I was born and raised on the south side of Chicago. By the age of 15, I was homeless on the streets. And unfortunately, I ended up being recruited by a gang. At that time, back in the 90s, the murder rate was nowhere near what it is today. Today's murder rates, around 400, 450 murders a year. In the early 90s, when I was involved, the murder rate was 939, 940, 914 murders. And... Because I was a kid out on the street, I was unable to raise myself to be a man. I was manipulated by the older heads. And unfortunately, had some experiences that a kid at 15 should never have to experience. I grew up with a lot of abuse before being homeless. And what that caused is that abuse became a catalyst to justify exacting what I felt was retribution on the streets. Thank goodness that I was rescued from the streets by the time I was a senior in high school. And a man stepped in my life and basically, in a short time, explained to me, as well as showed by example, what a man is, what a man does, what a man stands for. I didn't get it right away, but one day it was like an epiphany and it all clicked. And it it is because of Officer Robert Davis that I am the man I am today. Because of my experience, I realized that I couldn't be one of the many individuals that grew up, obtained a middle, middle class life and look at Chicago from my blinders and go, whoo, I made it. Like I said before, The murder rates aren't even half what it was when I was a kid, but that doesn't mean we should be satisfied with that. And because of my experiences and my past, I look at life a little different. I appreciate life. I appreciate honor. I appreciate respect, but I also have a sense of activism 
and also feel it apart that I have to give back to a community that at one point I was part of the problem. I'm very active in my community. I'm very active with the kids, not just in Chicago, but other cities as well. One day when I finally had kids, I had an epiphany. Just because my kids are doing well, it's irrelevant if the kids around them are not. So as a result, I wrote a book basically entitled From God's Monster to the Devil's Angel, Life of a Chicago Gang Member. I didn't write this book to make money. I wrote this book so I could print 30 copies for the kids that I've volunteered for, for the Irving Center. Months after I had self-published this book, I'm getting calls from certain organizations, news, news, uh, TV stations, radio, and they're wanting interviews and they're wanting to talk. And it kind of blew me away how my book took off. The first time I got an email notification from a national award entitled In the Margins, I thought it was a joke saying I was up for a national award. Then my book began to take life of its own. I was up for another national award that I never even applied for, and they notified me, hey, this is a very good book. You need to change your cover. You need to do this, and you need to change that. And I understood the impact of what a man trying to give a message can can actually make. So I started up my website, one of them, which is www.pacbutler.com, and we blog and we talk about issues, and I invite teens to comment, and we touch on everyday issues that these kids face, and I really, truly thought that was the end of it. And people, multiple people would contact me after reading my book and say, you need to do more. You need to do a documentary. And I'm like, nah. And after a year of this, intermittently, people coming and saying, you should do a short film in Chicago, I finally acquiesced to the idea. And I am right now currently filming a documentary entitled Young Bulls. And I have a web page for that, too, that's under construction, and it's youngbulls.org. And what Young Bulls is focusing on is the plight and the epidemic of violence in Chicago. I have one mission, and that is to lead for my family, my sons, by example, and let them see what I always preach to them is that a man is somebody that ensures that everybody 
that comes behind him has it better than he had it. And that's what I stand for and that's what I believe because that's what Officer Robert Davis instilled into me in the short time that he was in my life. Right now, I'll read an excerpt from my book entitled From God's Monster to the Devil's Angel, Life of a Chicago Gang Member by Pac Butler. This book is very graphic. It's unapologetically descriptive. It's 100% truth. There's not one bit exaggeration. Actually, some of the things that happen in the book, you can corroborate in the cover of Time Life magazine and other media sources. So here goes how my book starts. Page one, chapter one. Panty Cakes is the title of the first chapter. I was broke, hungry, and stunk. It had been days since I had showered. I was living in my car. It was close to midnight. I needed money in the worst way. I was driving around Chicago looking, looking to rob a crack dealer, any crack dealer. With the money, I could buy some food. If there was enough money left over, I could rent a cheap hotel room for the night. I saw my victim selling crack in the alley. He was alone and waiting to sell to his next trick. He was a slender black man in his mid to late 20s. I drove four blocks down so I wouldn't attract the dealer's attention. I parked my car on a side street. I had to stay in the shadows. I jumped fences and used the darkness of the alley to creep behind him. I shoved the gun in his lower back and told him to empty your fucking pockets. He responded by whipping around and stabbing me in my left side with a knife. I stumbled back, grasping, gasping to catch my breath. Before I could regroup, the man came back at me with the blade. He was about to stab me again. I fired, hitting him twice in the chest. This is the first time I had shot someone. It was either me or him. When a person gets shot, it's nothing like in the movies. People don't fall coordinated or gracefully, but rather flop clumsily to the ground. The first thing they do is beg for you not to kill them. The blood doesn't run neatly into the streets. It initially rushes out until it saturates every part of clothing it touches. The victim's breathing is not regular. Every breath is forced and painful. It seems as if every breath was hastened and devoid of a natural rhythm. Out of fear of getting spotted, I immediately retreated, leaving the man to lie in his own blood. As I ran away, I could hear the man faintly screaming, Help me! Help me! I didn't get a dime from the man. I was out of breath from a knife that was just inserted into my rib cage. 
I was in too much pain to run. I pressed the stab wound with my left hand and attempts to slow the bleeding as I painfully jogged to the car. The scene would give the toughest man nightmares, but I wasn't a man. I was another psycho raised on the Chicago streets. Days afterwards, the stab wound became seriously infected. The wound started oozing pus and began to really stink. The pain was unbearable. It hurt to breathe. I couldn't go to the hospital out of fear of getting linked to the shooting in the alley. I became sick for almost a month. My wound needed stitches, but I knew I couldn't go to a hospital. I kept wrapping it with gauze to keep the laceration closed. I could feel my heartbeat in the wound. Painkillers and ointment that I stole from the store did little to help, but the cut eventually healed into an ugly scar along my left ribs. I never intended to shoot the man in the alley. It didn't bother me that I had to. I constantly told myself he was breathing when I left him, so he had to be alive. This wasn't the life I chose. I didn't ask to be born. God gave me my terrible parents. God was the one who allowed me to be born in hell. Since I was born in hell, God had no right to be upset that I adjusted so well to the fire. It is because of these experiences that I have grown to look at life way different. There are many individuals on the street that allow their pain, their abuse, their hardships, their shortcomings, their failures, their losses to justify the negative acts that they commit in the street. And it is for that reason that I do what I do. I go to schools, I travel the country speaking to at-risk youth and teens. I speak at local centers, and one day my aim and my hope is to open my own center. We are Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network is an Afrocentric media organization designed to express the collective interest of the black world community. From poverty to opportunity, from the south side of Chicago to Washington, D.C., from gang affiliation to a successful career, from drug dealing to being a presidential management fellow, from being arrested and charged to being converted. And sharing my story, I'm determined to be a living example of how you, too, can escape. The story continues. LavonThomas.com Are you tired of waking up to sleep lines on your face and cleavage wrinkles on your chest? You know, those unnecessary creases that are carved into your skin after hours of sleeping on your side or belly. Introducing the Beauty Keeper Back Sleeper, the only pillow designed to actually train you to start sleeping on your back and stay there comfortably throughout the night. Imagine you could wake up to a fresh, line-free face and chest every morning. We promise you'll see results or your money back. The Beauty Keeper Back Sleeper Pillow. Get yours today at www.mybacksleeper.com.
How many black superheroes can you name? What about your children? Only Studios has been creating superheroes with you in mind since 1970. Visit OnlyStudios.com today. That's O-N-L-I Studios.com, where you will find indie graphic arts, fine arts on canvas, superheroes, and much, much more. Are you in Chicago? View their only wear wearable art collection on display at DuSable Museum. Go to OnlyStudios.com for more information. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you.